0: good listeners welcome to the chris collins show millennial talk show how's it going marissa
1: it is going fabulous
0: right i mean there's a it's lot of like
1: friday the 13th so either right. you're gonna have good luck or bad luck
0: um actually i feel like i always get good luck because fun fact for everybody out there i was actually born on friday the 13th in August, really? <laughs> so wow. I'm a warlock. So, so
1: my brother. So, so we were sort of lot.
0: like in the Salem witch trials right now in 2020. I'd be dead. So let's. uh You'd be in abortion.
1: Not... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Late so, abortion.
0: Uh, thank the Lord, it's not 1692. But we got some breaking news. I thought this was kind of cool right here. The Miami Marlins have named Kim Ng as their new general manager she will become the MLB's first female and first Asian American general manager which is pretty insane announced this morning she was a co-GM for like the Dodgers and the Yankees for so many years she's got plenty of credit to run this team so congrats to her also if you're a huge rock and roller like myself ACDC's brand new album power up is live all over every audio streaming services so check that out because brian johnson is back i mean i'm excited i don't really like axel rose yeah, <laughs> No fun <either>. <laughs> and the other thing which i thought was pretty wild on this day in 1990 the first web page was created on the internet what? but we got a great show for everybody out there because our just talking guest is anime icon Erica Harlacker. you might recognize her voice from seven deadly sins persona five sailor moon you name it there's so much and also if you haven't checked out our YouTube episode drop featuring two comedians Daniel Eiches and Joshua Magic Michaels go ahead and check that out along with our strike accord artist all the way from Boston Massachusetts Abigail Ori it's a blast fam and Marissa I think it's time to rock and roll That's right. Our guest on Just Talking is anime icon Erica Harlacker. You might recognize her voice from Seven Deadly Sins, Persona 5, Sailor Moon, and much more. How's it going, Erica?
1: hold on we're getting
0: there she is there she is how you doing fam
1: good
2: how are you
0: we are fabulous i'm loving your vibe i mean we can already tell already just from the room that you're in that you are an anime icon Yeah,
2: i'm like (laughs) so jealous of all the cool stuffed animals by the way thank you this is my streaming couch so it's, it's very comfy i love it but i gotta
0: say erica when you're as good looking as you and me you can have anyone you want. And I've always felt so, that way for myself. And you just recently got married. And congrats.
2: I did. Thank you. How's your love
0: life going on right now?
2: Pretty good. It's pretty good sex.
0: Yeah, I mean we just got
2: married. So things are good. Get um, two years. Two years. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, we were supposed to have like a big ceremony this year. Well not a big one. We were gonna have a pretty small ceremony, but like in Hawaii and you know a honeymoon in Japan and then uh, the world decided to have a pandemic yes. so we didn't do those things but then like it was getting closer to the date that we were going to do it which was our anniversary it was going to be our 9 year anniversary wow. we were like oh, let's just let's just get married like i we we'd been planning it for 2 years we've been together for 9 years and we were like oh let's just we'll just do the minimum amount so like my sister officiated and her husband was the witness and that was it it was just the four of us
0: well that's then, cool yeah, well, you plan on definitely celebrating it at a later time, which I think yeah. is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, nine years into it, I think that's amazing. And you know, since yeah. you got married, um, you know, does your husband prefer your anime voice to be sexy? Or does he prefer Erica?
2: um he prefers (laughs) erica he doesn't really watch anime
0: (laughs) what yeah do you prefer your men like that not into anime well
2: (laughs) he works in anime so he doesn't want to like watch it at the end of the day you know it's like it's just too much it's too much anime
0: Interesting. Uh, I didn't know that there could be two. So, like, much do you guys <laughs> like
1: do you guys like um like role play like cops and robbers then, instead of anime, <laughs> 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 like
2: what's your role playing like then? Uh,
0: <laughs> it's cosplay, I, Marissa. Yeah,
2: basically cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said he don't. He does. It. He does like when I uh, have the you know, cuter cosplays rather than when I cosplay a boy. He's like, oh, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be kind of feeling the same way. But I I can only imagine as a result of being in showbiz, you probably get approached by so many douchebags in the wrong way. Do you still experience that? Like, let's say on Twitter. I mean, not Twitter. Twitch.
2: (laughs) Twitch, (laughs) yeah. I've been lucky. I I haven't really had that many bad experiences, even at like conventions when I'm meeting fans and stuff. And on Twitch, I have really good moderators. So they keep every everything chill. Moderators. (laughs) So you actually
0: have people behind the scenes working for you to.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I I would not know how to do anything without them. They're there. I, when I first started streaming, it was just a video game company Atlas that does the video game persona five they were like oh you should stream on release day for the like new one we're doing and i was like sure whatever thinking it was going to be like a one time thing and then uh, it, it was fun. So I found like a couple people and I was like, can you guys moderate for me? And they were like, yes, but here's what you need to do. And they like told me wow. how to actually be a streamer. And now I stream for real. See,
0: I just learned something new. I had no idea that some of the top big Twitch streamers <laughs> like yourself actually have to have moderators behind the scenes. Oh because-
2: yeah. Everybody has to have a moderator. There's like no wow. way you can do it without moderators. Cause like the chat gets too crazy. You can't keep track of it.
0: That's insane because I know Marissa and I, we were sort of joking before the show. When we think about Twitch, it kind of reminds us of like this only fans fetish <laughs> for the youth. You know, you can get a little bit closer to the stars that you love. And that's why I was having some kind of concern with Twitch because it, you always kind of see that. I can only imagine you're playing Among Us with a sea of guys and it's just you. I mean, I can only imagine it would just be so out of control. You're kind of shaking your head. You, you do not see that so much anymore in 2020? No.
2: No, everybody's been like, really nice and respectful, and everybody oh, okay. I play with is really cool, and I only Yay. play with people that I like, so, and, and like the Among Us games are usually like half girls, half guys that I play. Okay, That's uh, true, parents, it's very yeah.
0: diverse, it's like the new Mario Party, I would Yeah, say. So, <laughs> uh,
1: that's actually good news, it means parents are raising any anime kids correctly. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, everybody's been really cool, so yeah, I, I just, I just play games, and then that's it. Everybody has do, a good Do you time. cosplay
0: when you're streaming on Twitch?
2: I did yesterday because it was my character's birthday, which... I was going to stream the day before, but then I was too busy. So I moved it to yesterday. And then I pretended I did that on purpose because it was her birthday. So I cosplayed for the stream. That's uh, like, Persona 5. And, and it was so hot. Uh-huh. It was so
1: hot. Oh my thank God. You okay, thank I have you. to <laughs> say, like, wow. When I saw you flipping around into that red outfit and then the little girl's girl outfit, I was like hating you for the body. I was like, all <laughs> I could do is stare at your stomach and be like, Erica, give me your body. Well, maybe you know? have to be
0: a MILF cosplay. <laughs> all right, Marissa. That's the only way you're going to do it right i I would think that jay would uh would be okay with it right i would i would would, assume
1: he would be in heaven if i dressed (laughs) up as an anime
0: i believe it but erica (laughs) i wanted to share some news with you because i wasn't sure if you knew about this but taki saraki the anime chief producer at netflix last month said this given the success of shows such as seven deadly sins and baki We are excited more than ever to challenge ourselves to expand our aspirational anime programming for fans around the world. And Netflix has said that over 100 million households globally watched at least one anime title on their platform between October last year and September 2020, with Seven Deadly Sins becoming one of the top 10 titles among all series in 70 countries since its launch I mean did you know anything about this
2: no I'm not surprised though it's very popular right
0: (laughs) yeah I mean mean, congrats I mean that's got to be a huge thing I mean do you feel like with your you know your career being Princess Elizabeth do you really feel like that's really flourished you to get into uh new realms because I mean when we spoke with you in season one I mean we're in season seven now uh (laughs) you weren't you weren't even in Sailor Moon and now you're in it like that's a huge success and how did that come to be
2: um, I, I don't really know. It's been a blur. <laughs> I just, uh, I keep auditioning and I, uh, keep, uh, training and going out for everything. And then, uh, some ta- somehow it just all happened, but I really wasn't expecting seven deadly sins to be like as big as it was, um, or as it is, I guess. Um, I just thought it was like a cute show. It was a cool show. And I was like, Yay! Yeah. I, get be, I get to be a princess. I like playing princesses. Right. Um, And then now it's still like yeah fans are constantly like when's the next season when's the next season And i'm like i have no idea i I literally don't know that so uh,
0: well it sounds (laughs) like there is going to be a new season because if netflix is is speaking highly Uh of your work erica (laughs) i mean that's that's insane yeah they
2: actually netflix actually made like a deal with us dubbing dubbing actors for making all their stuff go union which was really wow. really helpful for all of us and nice because I want to do just only union work and I wanted to keep doing that show and yeah they've been they've been really great they made a new Netflix deal and it's been awesome Netflix has been really great
0: that's that insane is, I mean that's you, great uh, to
2: know yeah
0: right I mean it obviously sounds like you have uh, such a high demand for mm-hmm. your voice I mean. I, how does people approach you? I mean, I, I don't know how that works in a voiceover industry, even though I'm very much in the world of the entertainment industry. Like, how does how do you get approached to do some project like this, especially during COVID-19 pandemic?
2: Um, every, Almost everything goes through my agent. Uh, So I bail. Someone will contact my agent and then my agent will be like, hey, you got this offer. Or here's these auditions. I audition like every, you know, day through my agency for multiple projects um sometimes people that I have a personal relationship will like come to me and be like here's this project and then I pass it on to my agent
0: well you Um, know what it sounds like to me is it's like your agent is like the Michael Strahan of agents (laughs) like that guy won't go away and it's just like your voice is great we we talk every day yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that's really cool but I did want to ask you this because um what is this genre manga I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Manga or Manga. Manga. And- manga. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm not even anywhere near close. And how does it relate with anime?
2: Um, so manga is just like, it's books. It's like comic books uh, or like graphic novels in Japan. So a lot of times a manga will then be made into an anime. So it'll be made into like a show or a movie. Um, sometimes anime don't have manga. They're just like standalone. They didn't come from a book, but most, most anime comes from a manga first.
1: Okay. So my husband is obsessed with manga right? I love manga. Yeah, he's obsessed with it. So, uh, I asked him what the difference was because I wasn't sure. And he said manga is adult cartoons or animes for children. Yet he allows my daughter to watch manga with him as they're slicing people's heads off. Um, so like, is he wrong in the parenting on
2: this? Wait, he said he lets his children watch manga. Oh yeah. He, I've caught him. Manga is not a like thing you watch. It's, it's a book. It's books. Oh, I thought it was, are you sure? See, I so I manga think your husband's was wrong. The, I thought manga was the type of drawing on it. Oh, no, oh. manga is like the genre of books. So it's like comic books in Japan. And then anime is like television or movies. Wow, I misunderstood
1: yeah. him massively. So
2: he was watching these
1: like adult ones and that was manga and anime was like kitty. I learned
0: something. Well, I think that kind of makes <laughs> sense because I feel like America doesn't really know so much about Japanese culture still. Mm-hmm. And my question for you, Erica, is you know, anime is quickly becoming not only normalized, but often mm-hmm. celebrated in popular culture. And why do you think American millennials are captivated with Eastern media?
2: the the, like storytelling in anime is very unique like uh, a lot of times especially in America people think cartoons are only for kids and so when they see a cartoon they're like oh that's probably like you know ABC one two three whatever and they don't (laughs) want to watch it and then but anime has always been like there are animes for kids you know like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh those are animes for kids Um, but then a lot of anime is for like high school age people or like college age people or adults and they have adult themes and they're not afraid to like tackle deep like relationship issues and things that people are like really dealing with and so I think people like are really discovering that and like relating to that a lot more Um, and the structure of like Japanese media is different than American media too where American media is like you know first act blah, big stuff happens the yeah. uh, climax and then the end whereas a lot of times anime movies are just kind of like blah, 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 stuff happens stuff happens stuff happens stuff happens it ends so it's like kind of relaxing
0: do you, would you say that anime is kind of blown up because i, I get what you're saying i mean mm-hmm. it, it feels like now anime is a little bit more successful because now we don't have to rely on cable tv we yeah. don't have to tune on nickelodeon wait for three mm-hmm. o'clock to happen we can go straight to the streaming services and i can binge watch avatar the last airbender
2: you know yeah like- yeah i mean it's definitely like netflix and hulu and crunchyroll is like an anime specific streaming site Uh, And like Funimation, all these different streaming services are like so accessible, you know, you pay like seven dollars and then you can have all of these different shows to watch in like multiple languages, you can watch them in the original Japanese, you can watch them in English, you can do whatever you want, and yeah, it's definitely like it's just so much more accessible, so like why wouldn't, why wouldn't you watch it, you know, Netflix like often recommends anime to me, even though we don't really watch that much anime because we're like, we're like working, in you're anime probably watching all the time. your
0: own stuff. That's yeah, why. you're like, I love my <laughs> well, stuff. Sometimes
2: I see my own stuff pop up and I'm like, Oh, I'm in that. That's cool. It's recommending right right.
0: it to me. <laughs> That's but, really cool, fan. yeah. But I do want to ask this because it, it sometimes feels like you know, um, in anime, do you feel like it sometimes misrepresents what the Japanese culture is? Because sometimes anime can be all over the place. I mean, like you said, I mean, it's very childish, Americans view it but then Japanese that not even close to that, right? Yeah, I mean-, I mean,
2: it depends on the show or the movie for sure. There are okay. some shows and movies that really go out of their way to like get things very accurate. Like they'll like locations are like shot for shot animated of like Tokyo or like Kyoto and um, they'll, they'll be really focused on getting the culture correct and and being realistic with all the characters and everything. And then there's some shows that are just like crazy, colorful hair, people like being like, oh no, I'm so cute, ah, bollocks over. And then people are like, oh, that must be what Japan's like, but it's like not. So I think sometimes tourists go expecting everyone to be like, oh, anime, and then nobody is. And they're like,
0: oh. Oh, (laughs) I don't know, I went to Japan last year actually for the first time. Uh, Yeah, before this whole mayhem with my little bro. It was insane. I mean, the whole, I really felt like I was in an anime world because it's like the neon lights. Oh, the you city must have vibe. Been in like
2: Akihabara. <laughs> I was
0: in uh, Shinjuku. So oh,
2: Shinjuku. I was, I, uh-huh. So I heard
0: that was kind of the crazy party yeah. uh, district. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> but it was, so, I love that vibe. And I felt like I was in a video game of Yakuza, which congrats. Yeah. I know you're doing a Thank couple you. of yes, voiceover yes. works for that. Love that video yes. game. Very uh, exciting. But I did want to uh, talk about this with you because, um, do you believe on a level that the rise of anime had anything to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
2: Hmm, I'm not sure. I know, co- like comics kind of had a rise around the same time. I feel like it's more of a just like nerd culture, I guess, is being more accepted. And both anime and comics are in that same genre. And a right. lot of times people who like comics like anime and vice versa, because they're just, they're kind of similar. Um, and so I'm, I'm not sure that it was because of one or the other um, or just again, because of like more ex- a more accepting society and people being less afraid to be like, I like this. I like these drawings. And like, I like these characters and I know, like that answer yeah. because it's like, yeah,
0: we don't need a Marvel. now nope, Anime is already way <laughs> successful. Come on, Chris. You already told me about the Netflix. That's a great response. Erica. Yeah. <laughs> so true. I think they can make it on their own anime, mm-hmm. but I, I have to raise this alarm because, uh, for the first time, I watched Peter Pan on Disney Plus right and <laughs> a long time. and I was a bit surprised to see these warning closed captions on it and I'm telling you, fam and all the listeners out there. It's like <laughs> like so many lines and I'm thinking, what what five-year-old has any idea what's being said on that screen? And the funny part is it's like, do you my question for you is Erica, Uh, Do you believe anime has broadened our perspective or perhaps is anime culturally challenging Americans in films and cartoons?
2: Possibly. I think it's, it's been a good way for like us to experience another culture. And I think Japan's because anime has been so successful here has been more like invested and aware in like Western societies. So both of us together have been like Discovering each other, I guess, and more like, oh, there's other people in the world, and they do things differently, and blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that the the rise of its popularity here has broadened a lot of people's uh, minds and perspectives and hopefully made people more respectful. I mean, anime used to get like a very bad rap of like, you know, oh, it's just like hot girls doing like, oh no, you know, it's like hentai. Well, it still and, feels like
0: that. <laughs> yeah,
2: but like, there's so many like stories that are like really like genuine and good and like no fan service. And um, I think that has really helped us.
0: Right, yeah, because when I view this whole idea with uh, uh, anime, I feel like, <laughs> We when we were five years old watching Peter Pan, it didn't do anything to us to affect us. Now we're the adults having to raise our children. Like Marissa, you might have to have mm-hmm. this conversation with Lilac now when you go to sit down and watch Peter Pan. I'm you just gonna make
1: I'm just gonna make her read this the um close ca- the opening caption. <laughs> <laughs> be like, do not say injun. Do not say redneck. Okay. We're talking
0: about Peter Pan. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. well I mean, times, times have
2: changed. And, it. and it's uh, like society didn't realize, realize, I guess, that, that was wrong. <laughs> and now we're more enlightened and we're like, oh, that's not good. We shouldn't have done that. But it's like erasing history doesn't help either. I think it's helpful to know the mistakes that we've made as a society. So it's important to like keep some of that there but also put a disclaimer being like hey this was made by people who weren't as enlightened it's not good we know that it's not it's not great but here's it in its historical accurate Mm -hmm. like for the time con like right was back then you know we didn't alter it um, so true. Yeah. I
0: mean, especially when I'm listening to both of you right now, I kept thinking, "Man, we just gave a sad idea for all these TikTok nerds. I mean, they're gonna probably tell all their moms, like, let's get our brother to go read the disclaimer out loud and just <laughs> film doing that. Can we get that trending? That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> but other than that, let's have some fun, Erica. Um, We want to do, because obviously you are an anime icon. You are the king of voiceovers. And uh, I got a couple scenarios for you because last time we had some fun with you and it was October and we talked about pumpkin spice latte, but now it's Thanksgiving. (laughs) And I got three scenarios for you that I want to throw out at you. And the first one is, and what the fun part is too, I am going to cue, Marissa is going to cue you the music to start. But I am I'm gonna ready. set I'm gonna set the <laughs> scenario <laughs> and then you'll begin, all right? Okay. So the first one what would <clears throat> Princess Elizabeth and Aunt Takamaki talk about on Thanksgiving Day? All right, Marissa, cue the music.
2: Um oh, Lady on. Oh, are you sure you have enough food? Mm, oh, mm, this is so good. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, no problem. <laughs> uh, I, I was worried that we wouldn't have enough with Lady Deanne here, but as long as you're happy. I'm so happy. Thanks so much, Elizabeth. <laughs>
0: yeah. It seems like she was having a hard time swallowing it because the last she eats time a I yeah, she eats a lot. Yeah, she eats a lot. And the last I recall, you know, Princess Elizabeth isn't the greatest cook either, right? I mean, she's Well,
2: Meliodas is the bad cook. Elizabeth That's just right. serves the bad food.
0: But let's have some fun with this. Let's imagine that Princess Elizabeth burnt the turkey. <laughs> How would the two of them respond in this scenario? And Marissa, let's let's cue the music. Oh,
2: oh, no. I'm so sorry. Lady Anne, I burnt the turkey. Now nobody's going to have delicious turkey on Thanksgiving. Oh, I've ruined the entire holiday. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. It's okay. It's okay. I'm sure I can salvage this. We could just uh, cut off the burnt parts, and-, and I'm sure what's underneath is still good. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Let's not tell anybody, okay? Okay, thanks, Lady On.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's not tell anybody. They're the only two at the dinner table. I love it. That's so good. And Marissa's got a scenario that she'd love for you to do right now. Okay,
1: so okay. if Sailor Star Maker was stranded on Earth. What would she say to Elon Musk to get him to allow her to
2: join the space fleet? (laughs) Okay. Ah, Mr. Musk, the man with an interesting man and a more interesting brain. I have a proposition for you. I need you to take me into space. I know you're close. I need it to happen right now. I'm on a very important mission, and if you agree, I can offer you some very exclusive technology. It'll put you ahead of everyone else. I can't tell you more than that, but do we have a deal?
1: i love it wow you got me so excited
2: on the spaceship
1: i'm
0: so So amazed at how diverse your vocals is i mean i kind of almost i almost want to have some fun with this too i mean marissa do you have a good voiceover like voice i mean i i'm kind (laughs) of weak i I can do an arnold schwarzenegger a little bit Um, i
1: I can do a bedroom
0: porno (laughs) oh okay (laughs) what would uh what (laughs) i like that why don't we have marissa and (laughs) erica do something fun you're, you're doing this kind of porno scene yeah. and Princess Elizabeth walks into something she has no idea what's going on. <laughs> let's <laughs> well, have Marissa, let's have you start first. Why don't you cue some music, Marissa?
1: Okay, let's get some music. <laughs> I like the, it's Thanksgiving. It's, it's Thanksgiving here. It's a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. stuffing. <laughs> so um, when you want to stuff a turkey, all you have huh? to do is get some butter. And you rub the butter all over the turkey skin so it's nice and oily.
2: Oh, that's a very good tip. Thank you so much. Hang on, let me take some notes. Okay, okay so butter uh-huh, and butter. what else?
1: And then you take the breadcrumbs and you grab Ooh. a fistful and you shove it all the way Ooh. up there. Go ahead and try. Uh,
2: okay, uh, like this. Uh, oh, that felt weird. Oh, a virgin.
0: A virgin oh. we have a. Who knew that Princess Elizabeth was a virgin this whole time? And then Arnie comes in and he's like, no, you're not supposed to use butter. You're supposed to use my own sweat. That's how you make the stuffing of turkey. Was that a good one? That's all that I was got. Good.
2: That was good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, okay. I just
0: got approval from Erica Harlacher. My <laughs> dreams have come Poor through. Erica
1: was like, okay, this is derailing. <laughs> yes, she's like, I'm out. I'm
0: out. <laughs> but I, Erica, I appreciate you coming back on the Chris Collins show, Millennial Talk Show. We might as well ask you while we got one last minute here uh, Is there any upcoming projects that you could spill the beans uh, that you're working on currently, right now?
2: Um, I just got announced as the voice of Bianca in Pokemon Masters oh, yesterday. Um, so if you're playing Pokemon Masters, you should try and get Bianca because that's me. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also in a game that was recently released called Genshin Impact. Um, and I'm starting to stream that today. I play Venti in that. He's a bard boy and he's great. He's fun
0: amazing um, yeah
2: i i can't talk about anything that's not announced yet unfortunately but i do have a lot of stuff that will be announced soon
0: <laughs> that's what i like to hear fam yeah. and thank you again anime icon erica Harlacker, for joining the chris collins show millennial <laughs> talk show we'll see you around fam thank, thank you, you. Bye. Bye. bye and we want to definitely thank our today's guest anime icon erica Harlacker, for joining Again to the Chris College Show Millennial Talk Show that was a lot of fun. Yeah, so much fun. And, uh, and
1: I just want to say real quickly, my husband came in and ran in and called me an idiot. That he knows that manga is damn books because he has them, and I'm the you idiot. You see, you're still him. calling
0: it manga when it's called manga. Manga, sorry. See, I, I, I'm so bad. It's so <laughs> <See>, bad. <laughs> we're all learning today, right? But hey, keep a special lookout on our social media platforms on Monday as we will announce our guest that's going to be coming on for next week. For now, if you like what you're listening to, become a member today by going to thechriscollinshow.com, and we'll love you forever. <laughs> <laughs> For now, Chris and I, we will see you next week, fam. Peace.
1: Ciao, bellas. <laughs> I'm Brock Pierce, I'm from Minnesota, born and raised. I've lived all over this beautiful nation, from California to Puerto Rico, from child actor to entrepreneur to philanthropist. I've built great things out of nothing and taught others to do the same. I love this country. We need leaders who can assist America in becoming the bastion of hope we've always sought to become. Let's pave that path forward. We are in this together
0: there's a lot of intoxicating power there for the democratic party there's a lot of people too comfortable with these lockdowns so it's time to just kind of suck it up be a responsible adult being a responsible adult often means making the choice that is hard that maybe you don't want to make is that this is going to get a lot worse after the election if joe biden is elected um but growing up isn't fun but it definitely means voting for donald trump i'm joe collins
1: i'm running for congress against maxine waters do you know where i am right now Maxine Waters' six million dollar mansion. I was born right here in South LA, in a place Maxine refuses to live. Maxine Waters does not drink our water, she does not breathe our air, and while she sits here in her mansion, our district is in ruins. LA deserves better. Let's retire Maxine Waters to her mansion. I'm Joe Collins and I'm the man to do it. They do not want me on this board because they know I'm to change everything. I'm going to change it all because it's corrupt and it's crooked and there's no reason that we should be last in education. They don't want me there because they know I'm gonna change it. They are scared and they're going to attack, attack, attack. They're gonna try and convince you guys that I'm the wrong person for the job. That should be your first clue, that I'm the right person for the
0: job. I mean, we talk about makers and takers in society, right? The makers in society are essential workers. The makers in society are the people who create value. They're not the people that sit behind their computer and just move around money and take it off the top. So when you say, how do you pay for it? So number one, we already paid for it in 2008. We are owed that money back. And number two, we're working for it.